Hello. Hello, and, and welcome, welcome to, to my, my name, name is Weezer. 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 Chanting already, minute one, probably like second uh, ten. Uh, yeah, we're <laughs> very early in the episode, and we're already chanting. Jen, we are why? so excited about this episode. Yes. Why is that? Hold on. Let's let's review. Okay. Review so what? <laughs> we've covered blue. Blue. We've covered songs from the black hole. Songs from the black hole. We Pinkerton. covered Pinkerton. We talked about n- no albums at all. And our uh, rentals concert and experience. And our rentals concert experience. We talked about Green. Green. We talked about Maladroit. Maladroit. We talked about Make Believe. We talked about Red. Red. We talked about Ratitude. Ratitude. We, we talked, talked about, about Alone. Oh, we talked about Alone in between Ratitude and Hurley. I forgot about that. Right. Let's just. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. So we talked about Blue. Oh, no. We, <laughs> I hit the reset button on accident. <laughs> it's all it's all right. It's all right. Okay. We don't have to do the whole thing again. Okay, great. We talked about songs in the black hole. And we talked about Pinkerton. My name is Jonas. Thanks for all you showed us. This is how we feel. Jen, why are you excited today? Because Patrick. Yeah. Everything will be alright in the end has been out yeah. since <laughs> September 2014. Right. Presently, right. it is yes. April 2016, which is a little over a year and a half that we have had this album and that we have been listening to this album and that we have been putting off our conversation, any like really any conversation. I'd say we are, did better radio silence on this album than we have on the White Album. I completely We've agree. We've talked more about the White Album yeah. Then we have everything will be everything right will end. be right in the end. Yep. Like I'm not sure exactly how we you feel about it. We have a year and a half of stopped up energy. <laughs> uh, so we've got some things to say about. So it. many things to say. Jen, so this came out like you said in September, mm-hmm. right? And you and I were like, we were planning fever pitch. Yeah. Recording. Here. We were planning on releasing all of our all of our podcasts. Um, uh, uh, like alongside the release of everything will be all right in the end. Right, didn't happen. Nope. Um, Instead, when yeah. we heard that the White Album was coming out, and I think when the first the first single dropped from the White Album, we were like, "Oh yeah, Weezer, yeah, shit." Like, oh, we've we've got a <laughs> we recorded thing seven episodes of this <laughs> of this podcast, and then we just stopped because lives our lives got busy. Lives got busy. I think it also we realized it became work. It became work because we were kind of. Uh, entering the section of Weezer's history that isn't as fun, isn't as like possibly referred to as the shit era. The shit era, I think who, we who, who it. knows? <laughs> Maybe the shit era. Yeah. So we knew it would be work, but like you know, work leads to you know this, green yeah. meadows. Yep. When you finally, finally, finally get to talk about a fucking album that you haven't been able to talk about for a year and a half, Gen- <laughs> and have lots of things to say about. Have have you talked to other people about this album? Not much, to be honest. Have you? I traded a lot of texts with Mark Mitchell. Okay. When the album came out. I'm curious to hear what those texts said. Uh, well, I wish I could bring them up. We text a lot, so I don't... That's yeah, gonna that's, be way, that's a lot of work. It's from a year and a half ago. Yeah. That's tough, like, to go through. Can you, like, search your texts for... I don't know. Like, I feel really like you, old shit? I feel like you probably can. 
I feel like you can you can search it for um, like things that have happened very recent, like within. You just the last... reminded me that I needed to bring something up on Twitter from a year and a half ago <laughs> that I wanted to mention. <laughs> <laughs> do, no. do you need a little bit to no to no, no. Dig it's it okay up? Oh, okay it's okay i will i'm just gonna be doing a bunch of scrolling that's uh everyone loves just a little scrolling everything will be all right in the end everything will be all right in the end so jen you want to do like just broad like how do you how do you what are your initial reactions to this record <sighs> All right. Well, this is the tweet that I'm looking for now. Oh, great. <laughs> so was this a, a tweet by you? This is a tweet by me. Okay. Um, from July 15th, 2014. So this is before we embarked at all on this journey. Interesting. Um, and it was right when uh, Back to the Shack came out. Right. Which, if I do recall, if I know your taste about anything on this record, it, this and Cleopatra, I think. At least at the time, but I think those are the only two songs we've ever talked about on that's this right. album. Um, that you didn't think that "Back to the Shack" was very good. This is the tweet that I wrote about "Back to the Shack." Yes, I said, <clears throat> "I feel the same about the new single from Weezer as I did about the epilogue of Harry Potter." Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah. So you just wished it didn't exist? Yeah, I was unhappy. I was like. Uh, well, we were coming out of the shit era. Sure. I well, no, we were heading into the shit. Oh, you, no, you we mean were in, coming in out of the okay, shit yeah, era. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. We were heading into a better era, but I didn't know it yet. Little did we didn't know. Had no idea. Right. Um, and I was like sick of being burned by Weezer, and upon first listen, yeah, like back to the shack just felt so like like desperate and grabby and like back to the shack does have a little bit of the um memories slash if you're wondering if I want you actually, to I want you to quality to it oh completely and I actually I actually was reading on uh not Weezerpedia but Wikipedia um people makes were, a huge difference <laughs> huge huge difference. difference um someone is like comparing uh back to the shack to memories and it, there was another one too um because I thought it was really interesting not if you're wondering if I want you no, to I want you to. it wasn't it was they compared was it an un- another single yeah, from a long time ago. Uh, oh, uh, Pork and Beans? Because I feel like Pork and Beans is another one that is They like compared it musically to Pork and Beans in a different section. You know what? It's fine. I don't need what to it? look it up. But okay. like, uh, yeah, just this idea of... Uh, now I am. Now I do need to find it. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. 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 Uh, it said the song serves as, as a thematic continuation of two previous Weezer songs, "In the Garage" and "Memories." Oh. Okay. All right. Which I thought was super interesting. Those, I'm sorry though. Those are weird threads to connect. Completely. Um. I the, also realized that I just took this from a conversation about all of everything will be all right in the end to just a conversation about their first single that dropped, which was Back to the Shack. No, that's fine. Um, because that that's what I, was that, that was our first that was our first glimpse yeah. into what the album was going to be. Um mm-hmm. do you think So, okay. Did your opinion of Back to the Shack change between when you first started listening to it and uh, uh when everything came out? Um, yeah, a bit. Okay, and you warmed to it or yes, soured to it further? I warmed to it. Um, since the album has been out now, have you warmed to it even further or would you say like, meh? 
Um, I guess to that I would say. I've warmed to it quite a bit. Oh, okay, yeah. I was gonna say there's <laughs> a felt, smile on your face. <laughs> that just felt fun and dramatic to do. <laughs> I had it right here. Um. Yeah. No. I. I. I think I also had a like. I don't know about this. Back to the shack. Shit. Um. It, there's there's something about like the claims it's making about like we just got to be like old Weezer. Um. That doesn't still, I don't think this necessarily quite ring true. Ring true, but what they're doing isn't something that I dislike. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that I do like it is what I'm saying. It's not something you dislike. It's not something I dislike. <laughs> uh, Therefore, it's something that I do like. Yes. Yeah. So I like Back to the Shack. So that was our first glimpse into this album. Um, didn't like it. Started to like it. Like it. And then. The other glimpse that we had into this album. Yeah. Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Yeah. And I know that you were really bummed about Cleopatra at the time. It is still by far my least favorite song in this album. I have. A diff- I hate it. I have a different and this is something that I've, kn- that. <laughs> I've known that this was going to be a controversy between you and I for a year and a half because you've expressed opinions of liking Cleopatra and I still think it's a piece of garbage. <laughs> oh, no way, man. The solo on it's so good. Which I will say directly contradicts something that I said previously on this podcast, which is if you give me a song that has counting in it, I'm probably that, on board. Well, okay, but but when you're counting, when by, you're fives, counting by fives, it's it not doesn't the same. count. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Yep. 5, 10, I, 15, I 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Who gives a fuck about those? I want all those in-between numbers. You want you want integers, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want someone to be like, one, I don't want decimals. 1.1, 1. 1, 1. no, 1. no, 1. no, 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 no. Yeah, you would, who would I want, want that? I want 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Whole numbers, you're saying. Yep. Real numbers, not imaginary. Nope. You don't want, like, imaginary 4.64. Nope. That's a garbage number. Yep. Um, I used to really like imaginary numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? I don't know. You just thought they were fun? I just thought it was a neat phenomenon that there's like a, a, a mathematical thing that like we can express, but which means nothing. You know, the square root of negative one. Yeah. And we're just like, uh, yeah. So that makes a number imaginary. It, it's, it's such a like funny workaround for me yeah i feel like i feel like math has a lot of those weird things i i feel like that's one of the weirder though sure yeah where it's like there's literally no way to like if you're working with physical objects you will never ever ever be dealing with imaginary numbers no because they're imaginary that's right (laughs) if we were dealing with imaginary objects Uh if you had to sell like some imaginary flowers uh-huh. To someone for their imaginary dollars, uh-huh. then maybe you would use a square root of negative one a little bit. But you never do that. No, because it's imaginary. Because it's imaginary. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we contemplated that. I think we're done. So you, uh, you. I still to don't like day, Cleopatra. Don't, don't care for I, Cleopatra. Uh, I took it off of my playlist of songs I like to listen to. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, for for me, it uh, it is part of the um, block of the album that I think is like basically perfect. Um, <laughs> sticking out your tongue at me. I tried to make a fart noise, but t- noise didn't happen. Really? Yeah. Is that? 
there you go. That was what I was going for, but okay. I just didn't have enough energy behind it, and I didn't want to spit on, on you your microphone. Were, <laughs> you were nothing but energy a couple minutes ago. It's true. It's true. And it's okay. I'm going to get it back. All this talk of Cleopatra is just like, <laughs> brought ground me down. you down. I'm done. Like, I, just, I just like, it doesn't mean anything. And I will say that something that is, I would say, indicative, uh, like coming out of the shit era, something that hasn't changed from the shit era a little bit, uh-huh. is that uh, these like, stupid, broad sweeping metaphors that like Rivers can't seem to keep out of a single song are just uh, like okay like look at the t- look at the titles for the you, he compares people to da vinci he compares or not da vinci but like you know what i mean like he just like can't stop putting these like like cleopatra da vinci like all of, like yeah and, and, and paul think, revere like it's just all oh, so oh, no the the british are coming is my vote for worst song on the record <laughs> um, really it's just kind of dumb it is dumb it is dumb. i agree um uh, yeah, and after after British are coming, that's when I'm like, from there to the end, is where I think the album is the strongest. Okay. Um, but we're we're jumping around a little bit here. Yeah. Um, broad strokes of this album, it's it's up there. It's much much better than anything that came out of the shit era. You, well, yes. Like, duh. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's not shit. It's not. <laughs> it's not shit. I and I mean, for me. It, it took a little bit of like actually listening to the record to be like, holy cow, we're out. Yeah. We're out of that. Like it's Rick Ocasek produced. Yeah. Yeah. Which this is the third record of theirs. That's Ocasek mm-hmm. produced. So it's it was blue, blue green, green and, and everything will be all right in the end. Um, And they sound great. Uh, I mean, for the like overarchingly, I would say this is the best they've sounded probably since Maladroit. Uh, yeah, and there are parts of this that I like more than Maladroit, and I think it's got yeah. more energy than, like, green. Like, yeah. I think yeah, it, totally. it feels more vital than mm-hmm. green. Um, also, and I know we mentioned this in uh, the episode, actually, when we talked about Maladroit, but the album cover for this is great. Oh, yeah. It's It's ridiculous awesome. and awesome. <laughs> What's the name of this artist? The guy who just uh, paints monsters into, like, you know, hotel paintings? God, it's so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I it's just like I feel like it captures <laughs> the album really well in a weird way. Uh, Chris Chris McMahon is the name of the mm, uh, yes. the artist. Looking it up on the old Weezerpedia. Yeah, I, it took it was taking me a sec to get the page. <laughs> the monster featured on the cover is lovingly referred to as Smooch. Oh, I don't know why. That's so cute. <laughs> why is he Smooch? Oh. He's a Smooch. Oh. Um. um what? So I think th- that was most of what I had to say about the overall, my overall feelings about this. This album was also pretty well received. Yeah. Um, critically, there's a fly in my apartment. It just Jen and I both saw it, and our eyes like darted around, <laughs> and for a split second, it's just. Oh. Patrick just it? hit it with his finger. I hit it with my finger? <laughs> you hit it with your finger. I didn't and I even think know. It, I think it landed on Wait, your keyboard. Wait, is that it? Where? Right here. No, that's a piece of dirt. Oh, are you sure? Or food or something. Yeah, that's not it. It was bigger than that, but you tapped it with your finger and it fell over there. Oh, man. <gasps> uh, this is live podcasting right here. These are my friends, even though they're bugs. Aw. They have a big role in our world. Even, even though they're though bugs. Ugh. <laughs> Um, yes, Jen. I lost every single train of thought I've ever had in my life. Critically well received. Critically well received. 
Um, <laughs> I, I'm looking right now. Uh, Pitchfork still didn't give it a great review. Mm-hmm. 6.5 out of 10. Pitchfork has a stick up their butt in and a lot of ways. They do. I think the AV Club gave it something like real good. Like a AV B+. Club gave it a B. B. Um, did I just say A plus? <laughs> yeah, it did they not gave, get an A plus. They gave it something real good, like I don't know, an A plus. No, I got a B. Um, that's pretty good though. Yeah, Pitchfork gave it a six point five. Rolling Stone gave it four stars out of five. It got pretty good ratings across the board. Like nothing off the charts incredible, but like solid, like above average. Right. Which um, which I I feel like is fair. I also think that if the since it is a record um, that Reez- Weezer Reezer 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 that's the this name is of the my band. name is Reezer. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with this. <laughs> I feel like we're tiptoeing on a uh, stereotypical Asian accent. It just makes oh, me uncomfortable. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Because I didn't think about it, though, I feel like that makes it not racist. <laughs> Does that mean that I was being racist because I did think of it? Probably. Okay. Well, I'll accept that. Um, but because this is an album that Weezer put out that's talking about like reclaiming old glory, mm-hmm. um, like I think there's automatically an expectation that it will be like those impossibly good records yeah. from the 90s. Um, I just found the bug again. You didn't kill it with your finger. Where, where is he? It's up there. What, by the fan? He's, up, he's right here. Right where, here. Where, right there. Right there. Where, okay. Follow my finger. What, so he's over by the oh, plant? Oh, he's, he's on the plant now. Well, that's okay. No, he can be on the plant. It's too late. I hit him off the plant. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think it there is like, there was an expectation with this. I think there were higher expectations for this record than there have been for anything in a while. What? Anything? <laughs> <laughs> anything in the whole world. No, I mean any Weezer album. Like this, because they took a long height, not a long hiatus, but it was four years between when um, Hurley and Death to False Metal came out. Right. Um, well, and isn't that um, like with, with the exception of the break between Pinkerton and Green, that's the longest break they've had between mm-hmm. records, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, no, that's not true because Make Believe came. Uh, when did Red come out? Uh, to I could look it up. Thousand something. I'm, I was going to say something that was wrong, and I am taking it back. I I, th- I think you're right. I think this is the biggest break that they take in since, since in a while. The enormous and one, for yeah. me, it it felt like in during that break, it sort of felt like like it was done. Like they were never coming back. It was just over. Uh, I mean, because even the previous three records I hadn't listened to, I didn't really care about. Well, see, that's sort of the thing is that yeah. like even if they had continued to put records out, like. I who feel knew like if they'd be anything who, who, good. Gi- who gives a shit like they, it could yeah, be anything that's sort of that's sort of how I felt too I thought that my time like listening to and caring about new Weezer music was very over so what made us this is a question I don't have an answer to yeah what made us choose to do this choose <laughs> to do this because we would have started doing this in a time when we didn't know that like we, like Weezer and like the ongoing we didn't know legacy. if they were if they were ever going to be good again. That's right, and uh, I mean I feel like I can say confidently now they are good again. Yes, but we had no idea when he started. Like when we taped the first episode of this podcast, and it, let it be understood that like we got out a reel to reel and we taped these things on <laughs> tape. We put these on tape, physical tape, <laughs> physical media, God. right? 
I bet that would have been easier, honestly, than having to fuck with GarageBand this whole time. <laughs> no, GarageBand. Hey, look, GarageBand. Hey, GarageBand. GarageBand. Uh, we love you, GarageBand. If you want to put together a tutorial on how to eliminate all those extra tracks when we start rec- a new in one recording. batch instead of having to do it one by one when you put like 15 tracks on one uh voice episode just, and look look i'll concede we don't know what we're doing we don't we had to do a lot of research we're- one time one time we were going to record an episode and uh-huh. it, we were uh working on setting up for over two hours i think but then we got sushi and did we end i don't even think we ended up recording that night i think you're probably right i think we did it the next day instead um did we see someone at the uh sushi place no same sushi place different time are you sure we we didn't see someone the second time i don't think so we saw chris cole for the first time we did see chris cole for the first time i don't think we saw anybody the second time you know what i believe i believe you because my my brain isn't pushing back hard enough on that one to be like no you saw someone tell her who you saw i was at the arc light this past friday night and i saw cc from new girl oh that's fun it was fun she's beautiful in real life and on the tv show like uh, she's just a beautiful human she's just a beautiful human Um, being she's shorter than i thought she was going to be though that's so everyone every i think i can say this i think this is right that everyone that you see on tv is more attractive in person and shorter I have one really bold disagreement. Who? Shaq. Shaq. Okay. Sure. (laughs) I saw him at uh, the Pacific Theater at the Grove. Uh Uh-huh. And he's huge. (laughs) Like, to the point where you look at him and you're like, you can't be a person. Well, maybe... maybe How are you a human? (laughs) Maybe what it is is when you see someone on screen, you just assume they're like 5'10". And you you just average everyone out. I guess that makes sense. So when you see a giant monster man like in, in person. Even more a giant monster man. Yeah. And then you, when you see an average person, you're like, oh, you're average height. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, oh, you're kind of short. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of which, the movie that I saw at the Arclight. What movie did you see at the Linklater's new one, Everybody Wants Some. Oh, yeah. Out of the Park's amazing. I loved it. Out of the Park's? <laughs> <laughs> Don't question me. Okay. It was fantastic i loved it oh so i should go see it so you should go see it it's technically they're touting it as a sequel to dazed and confused but it's It's not it's not really successor yeah right but and i actually haven't seen dazed and confused but from what i've heard about the two compared to each other dazed and confused um is kind of a worse version of everybody wants some which i think makes sense because dazed and confused was much further uh, which much earlier in yeah. Linklater's career, and now he like just made this perfect, amazing, conflict-free masterpiece. Hmm. It's like it's two hours of just like fun. Well, that that's how and I like jokes and yeah. like good, like ridiculous acting. It's just like it's so fun. But conflict-free, you say? It's conflict-free. There's like very little conflict in that's, this whole thing. That's how I like my diamonds. <laughs> so I have to imagine it's how I would like my period comedies. Yeah. Is conflict and the mu- the music in it is so fun because mm-hmm. it's all like fucking early eighties music. Do they go like eighties uh, like rock or like eighties new wave kind of stuff? It's more like eighties rock. Okay. I'd say, uh, it, yeah, it's just so I less, highly less uh, less wedding singer soundtrack. Yeah. Okay. Which is also a great soundtrack. Sure. Um, 
Margaret Cho has a bit about the music of the 80s being music that we will be listening to when we're like in old folks home being like, put on Hungry Like the Wolf again. (laughs) Yep. Which might be true, but that might be true of all decades. I remember having just an epiphany when I was like 10 years old and I was my dad was listening to the oldies station Uh and I thought, oh, my God, one day. Britney Spears is going to be on the oldie station. Do you think that's actually going to happen? No, I think it won't be called the oldie station anymore because I think my generation is going to revolt against that. Oh, oh God. (laughs) Um, I almost feel like we've already forgotten about Britney Spears. She had, I don't, I don't know that that's completely true. Have you ever seen like a, like a group of girls get together? (laughs) (laughs) All of the all of the like in sync Backstreet Boys, yeah. Britney Spears, no, uh, S Clubs, like all that comes back. Right. Spice Girls, like there are it, Christina, Chris, all of those like wonderful mid nineties hits, late nineties, early aughts, like all that yeah, stuff is just is. like it just comes back. Everyone's enjoying themselves and singing along to all the words that we still fucking remember. Well, yeah, because the those neural pathways get laid early mm-hmm. and they get laid like strong. Yeah, so like. I'm always going to know all the lyrics on Blink-182's Enema of the State. Sure. I'm always going to know them. Yep. All of them. Mm-hmm. And no strings attached. Yeah. I'm never going to lose that. Nope. I can do all of Lisa Left Eye Lopez's rap on Space Cowboy, and I'm super proud of it to this day. Of course. As well, you should be. R.I.P. Oh. Anyways. Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking, Everything will be all right in the end. Yeah, no, we were talking about this record, which uh, I was just about to say is a great record. Do you think you would call it a great record or just a, a good one or a very good one? I think I'd call it a very good I one. I think I would call it a very good one, too. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, when I listen to it now, I like, here, let's start, let's start at the beginning, huh? Okay. Jen, do you want do you want to do this? Do you want to start going like sure. truck by truck? Let's do it. Um, so the first track is "Ain't Got Nobody," uh, and this one I have no idea why, but uh, for some reason, like the playlist that I have that shuffle, I have it on shuffle a lot, favors this song a lot. Uh-huh. Like of all the songs on this record, "Ain't Got Nobody" comes on my goddamn music. Shuffle iTunes, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like so much. And I like it. Like it's a good song. It's a fun song. It's not my favorite song on this on this album, but I've listened to it a hell of a lot. <laughs> but do you uh, have any thoughts about Ain't Got Nobody? I, I mean, I, I also like it. Um, uh, it belongs to the half of the record that I feel is uh, less amazing i disagree with your assertion that half of this record is less amazing than the other other half half. i i really do like hardcore what's your favorite song on the record Uh, i think it's a tie okay well that's a really hard question it it is a tough question because we know your least favorite right yeah we all know my least favorite cleopatra and we all know my least favorite. The, the British, British are, are coming. coming. Which, like, I also d- don't like that one. So there's no no contest over sure, the British sure, are coming. Sure. It's a weak song. Um, I really like... Can I just say the ones that I really like instead? Yeah, no, that, that's fine. Of naming my favorite. 
Sure. No, that's fine. Uh, I Look, really, we don't have to. Even if I said yes, you do have to name your favorite. I don't have you to could, do anything that I don't want to do. That's right. That's right. This is I'm you and me adult. having a conversation. <laughs> Thanks. It's not a test. Um, I love uh, Lonely Girl. Okay. I love uh, Go Away. Go Away is great. Yes. And give me all of the Future Scope trilogy on a platter, please. As as one as one song? No, as separate songs. But well, they no, all, I know it's... They all hold the same. I mean, if I had to pick one, I'd say... Proud, if I had to rank them, I'd say Return to Ithaca, Wasteland Anonymous. But like from top to yeah. bottom well because that return to ithaca is just so fucking mm, rock and roll so good uh do you want to actually maybe let's let's pivot here and just talk about the future, the future scope, scope trilogy? trilogy man when i heard these for the first time yeah i was did like did you piss your pants i was like this is something so special yeah it's, it's super good so, and it just like it blows your mind a little bit right it's also just weird enough yeah like it doesn't push the boundaries of like what a weezer song is or no. like it, it's broken it up it sounds like a weezer song it sure is shit all does. three of them do um and there's really is there only singing in anonymous, anonymous. Mm-hmm. um yeah man it's just it's just good it's just good it's just music. good music um Let's listen to some of Which it. Which one? I don't know. They're also I they're also good. Here, let's let's start let's the start at the beginning of, of, of Wasteland. Did you rank this as your as your second favorite of yeah. them? Yeah. I think I probably like them in reverse order three, two, one. Okay. But it's it's hard for me to separate them too. Like yeah. I'm kind of just like I want to listen to the whole thing. Go on the journey. Mm-hmm. I love when that comes in. The uh, what is that? That's guitar. Like guitar. Yeah. Which yeah. just adds such a great layer to the whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's especially nice coming out of that very uh, like methodical riff. Mm-hmm. I think this does do a good job of like setting up the sort of like grandeur of the rest of the piece. Yeah. Um, I think this whole trilogy does something that I've always said that Weezer does so well. Which is just build and build and build and build all this anticipation all the way through. Yeah. And then Return to Ithaca comes in and you're just like, fuck. Well, and, and it builds in and of itself. Too. Oh, completely. Um, all right. We listened yeah, no, to a that's, minute of that's that. That's really good. It's hard to stop. <laughs> it is hard to stop. That was <laughs> that was halfway through it? No, it was a little more than half. Um, that was a minute six. That's really... Uh, I like that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. What uh? What are what is the lyrical content of um, anonymous? So I think it, yeah, uh, it's mostly I don't even know your name. Right. I don't know the words to say, so I call you anonymous. But there's a little bit more in there. Um. So there's is there's somewhere else on this record where um like not knowing someone's name or not knowing what to say. Da Vinci. Yeah, that's right. Um. I like how there are a few like lyrical uh, connections mm-hmm. that tie this whole thing together. Sure. Um, and actually, this is something that I was reading um, that this whole album is split up into three like categories, basically. 
And Rivers called them, here, I'm reading off of Wikipedia right now, just credit to whoever wrote this on Wikipedia. But the three, um, the three thematically grouped names are Belladonna, the Panopticon artist, and Patriarchia. Ooh. Fun word, by the way. Patri- patriarchia. Um, yeah, so it actually, like, you're right, there are some connections between these things. And it's about Rivers' relationship with, uh, with his father, with his fans, and I think with his women. Yo, with his women. <laughs> with his women. Um, well, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, they, they've got them broken out here on um, Weezerpedia, too. It's a, the, this is actually listed in, in the liner notes. Um, do not own a physical copy of this one. I have the digital booklet. Oh, do I have the digital booklet? Oh, but also, I mean, when do you ever look at digital booklets? I don't. This is the first time I've ever opened it. <laughs> it's nine pages long. <sighs> Too long. Um, but are are they are they they're lumped together in there? Can you are do you see them? I want to come over there. I want to see what this looks like. It's not super helpful. It starts with the album cover, right? Then this. Uh, all right, next. Then this. And then, all right, then like, this. Okay, sick. Thank you to this. everyone. Weezer is. Then Weezer who they is. Are. Yeah. And, and then, then this. Okay. And then this. All right, this is. Yeah, too, it's this garbage. Is too much for us to sort through. <laughs> it's dumb. It, I don't think it does what we want it to do. <laughs> Which doesn't mean that it's dumb. No. It's just not. It's just not helpful in this particular going scenario. It's not to serve our purposes and and yours, dear listener. Yeah. So don't bother with the digital booklet. I think I mean, is what but, we're saying. No, but do. Do but don't. Do but not for this. Like specific don't have moment. high expectations for it. Or mm. also, the writing on that was very hard to read. <laughs> like weird font choice, guys. But uh, so uh, the uh, Weezerpedia article here <clears throat> lists each of the songs in each of the sections, and the in Patriarchia um, mm-hmm. is anonymous, um, but. Uh, da Vinci's da Vinci not. is da in a different in Belladonna. Right. So even when, even when uh, things aren't thematically connected, mm-hmm. um, they can still be superficially connected by yeah. a lyric. Um, just like uh, ain't got ain't got nobody. Ain't got nobody. It starts with the um, you know go back to bed, sweetie. Everything will be all right. Yeah. In the end, which of course is like you love. I. Love it when you it comes back in it. Foolish Father. Yeah. Holy shit! You mm-hmm. could you could staple the end of Foolish Father onto, I think any song <laughs> that basically ends the album proper. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Do you feel? Oh that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That it's they're like two things. They're two things. The yeah. Future Scope trilogy is like a we needed to put this out there. Yes. And it kind of fits with this album, but it's its own kind of separate like piece of art. Right. Well, and that's sort of like emphasized by the Weezer fact that puts it, out 10 track records yes yeah this these are tracks 11 through 13 they're labeled differently than the rest of the whole thing yes <sighs> yeah can no. we listen to a little bit of return to ithaca yes i just really want to um i really Did like, you have something to say about anonymous no, keep going <laughs> okay no all, right. I, all i want to do is draw the lyrical connection um, sure yeah to da vinci mm-hmm. this is one guitar yeah, this really good rock orchestration on this. Two guitars. You're like the young person's guide to the orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Three guitars. Um, Who's playing all of these? Rivers. So he can never do this live. I think probably not. I was just about to ask. Him. I mean, they must not do these live. But God, can you imagine? It'd be so good. It'd be so good. Do they ever, like... I've not seen them many times, but like I, I don't think they perform with like studio musicians on stage. It's no, just, I think like, it's just the, the four of them. Four of them. Although maybe one, maybe now that they're bringing more orchestration in, yeah, maybe they do now. I I I only saw them in 2011, so I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. But like, there's piano in this too. Yes, 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 yes. Is it wrong that I just want to keep letting this go the whole time? <laughs> and then you've got everybody just in there. It's it's so good hearing that. Da, 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 that soars over everything else. Also, that drum fill that goes on for like four measures. <laughs> so good. Just how everything works together in this damn thing. We're just listening to the whole thing. Now. Yeah, we're just. I mean, I think that's. I'm not stopping it. Uh, no, why, why would you? It's so fucking cool. He's so talented. <laughs> He's just so talented. He's so talented. He's just so fucking talented. In some ways, I almost feel like <coughs> the future, bless you? No, there's a cough. Okay. Thank you, though. Uh, you're welcome. I feel like there should be something that we say. When people cough? Yeah. I agree. It's we, weird that we like reward one bodily phenomenon, but not the others. Well, and some of, some uh, uh, bodily phenomenons you have to apologize for. Yep. You know, like for a cough, there's nothing. No. You just cough and then it's nope. over. Sneeze, you get blessed farts everybody hates you that's right and you have to say excuse me yep <laughs> or <laughs> pretend you didn't do it <laughs> that's generally my uh yeah, me too. my mo <laughs> um i'm always weirded out when i'm in a room with someone who does fart and they <laughs> and they acknowledge it and, uh -huh. and they're like oh my me. god guys they just farted <laughs> no, no i mean like that i feel like that would be one thing that would be one thing uh -huh. to actually like say like, oh, geez, I just farted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Like Jerry from Parks and Rec. Oh, oh gosh. Geez. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, but when someone just straight up excuses themselves, like, I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> do you giggle every time it happens? <laughs> I do my best to not fart when other people are around. Yeah. I posted another tweet on my Twitter the, the other day that was uh, just waiting for everyone in the office to start nicknaming me farts in phone rooms. <laughs> Why, why phone rooms? I because don't, they're I don't know what... because they're small and oh, farts in foam room. Phone room, phone rooms. rooms. Yeah, I thought you said farts and foam room, phone rooms. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, this farts is in phone farts rooms. In phone it'd be a really hard nickname rooms. to say. Yeah, it would be, but it's it's like dances with wolves. Yes, right. You're, farts in phone rooms. Like... <laughs> exactly. That's your original people, first people's name. <laughs> Farts in phone rooms. <laughs> yep. Jen, why don't you just go to the bathroom? That's what they're there the for. The bathroom is super far away from my desk. Uh, phone rooms are much closer. Um, I'll make this confession. Sometimes I'll go into the bathroom just so I can bare ass fart right into the toilet. 
like because yeah, it sure. has it has to happen sure and uh, you know it's and you also don't always know that that's all that's going to happen that's true sometimes you think you're going to poop <laughs> i like where this conversation is gone <laughs> yeah you love it when things How go to we... poop alley <laughs> <laughs> poop alley is like my hometown um the i had this experience a couple times in my life but i had it very recently where i thought for sure i had pooped <laughs> and then I got up and looked in the toilet, and there was nothing there. Oh no! Maybe it was hiding. Ma- d- hiding? Like how? <laughs> <laughs> if it was small enough, it could have gone down into like the S bend. No, but like, I felt like I had pooped. You know what I mean? Like, like a like a big poop? Well, like s- something bigger than could hide than could readily hide from me. <laughs> You know, there's not a lot of places in there for a poop to hide. I'm picturing a poop like running and hiding. <laughs> With like a, a hat that it pulls down like over time. Like big sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> so poop is a celebrity is what we're saying. Yeah, maybe. Poop has a little bit of celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it just, wants to, it just wants to hide away. Hey, can I transition poop as a celebrity into another song that I want to talk about you on this album? You have to now. You have to now. Eulogy for a rock band. Okay. <laughs> um, I like that song. I like that song a lot. And it also feels like the tiniest bit autobiographical. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It feels like what they're saying is bye to the people we used to be. It, which is like directly contradicts the song immediately prior to it, which is back to the shack. Like we should become who we were before. And then eulogy well, for but, a rock band feels mm-hmm. like uh, who we were before is dead. And we're something new now. I think both things are true, though. Okay. Um, <clears throat> because Bless while, you. W- thank you. <laughs> that was just me clearing my throat. That's weird. We had nothing <laughs> to say to that. Um, but uh, um, they work. To, the two messages work together, is what you were saying. Yes, in that um, they are not. Like, this is not Blue Revisited. This is not Pinkerton Revisited. Yeah, no. And nothing, I would I would say nothing from this point onward is anything like, well, nothing from those albums onward is anything like those right. albums. Right, And And like, nor should they be, right? No, but I like, but the and these two songs, I feel like have such good points and are just like great songs to listen to, too. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to listen to uh, Eulogy? Yeah. For a rock band? For, yeah, a rock band? Eulogy for a rock band. This is one of those uh, songs that doesn't have the uh, title in it. Nope. Because it is a eulogy for a rock band. I understand. Do you? So that, that lyric there is goodbye heroes, you've had a good run. He's talking about the NBC show, right? Heroes? <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, it's back now. Well, but then it went away. I like how much weight they put into like the power of a rock band in this. Like you ruled the world, like eight, like 15 years <laughs> of ruling the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just like, because it, like, it's not not true. <laughs> but who... Who would he be talking? Uh, like, I, I agree that it does seem like it could be autobiographical or like um, from the fan from a fan's perspective of Weezer. Uh-huh. Um, but like. But who are they singing about? Who ruled the planet for 15 years? I guess is my question. 
I mean, it would be really hard to try to pick that out of all of the goddamn le- references he's made. Okay, just well, listen to heart songs and <laughs> figure it out from there. <laughs> well, here, let's just start listing bands we know. Green Day. And, okay, Green Day. <laughs> hold on. Hold Wait, on. I'm thinking bands that he's referenced before. Oh, all right. This is fun. Green so, Day. Green Kiss. Day. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, Cat Stevens. You do one. <laughs> <laughs> I already did two. Oh, all right. Then I'll then I'll do um, Quiet Riot. Now I'm having trouble thinking of them. I'll just do all of the bands from the uh, all the bands from Heart Songs from Heart Songs. <laughs> That's gonna Ooh, be the heavy right there. <laughs> Who definitely uh, did not rule the planet for Wheezy. 15 years? No, no. <laughs> 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 also, does it? God, does, you know what? Doesn't I, he reference himself? And of course he does. <laughs> Of course he does. What you were just about to say. I was just going to say, I sometimes forget, like it upsets me when I think about the fact that Kurt Cobain was 27 years old when he died. That yeah. is so young. It's real young. That's, it's so fucking young. Well, that's uh, part of that whole like 27 club. Are yeah. you familiar with this thing? Yeah. But like, as I get closer to, to 27, it's starting to stress me out more. <laughs> Like he was still like he was Kurt Cobain when he died. You sure. know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, and Amy Winehouse. Was Amy, Amy Winehouse was Amy Winehouse died. when she died. Like it just like, damn it! I've got a, like a year and two weeks until I'm 27. <laughs> what have um, I done? Hendrix too, right? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm, I, I, I'd have to I check. I think on Hendrix that. too. That's, it sounds right. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, live fast, die young, and leave a beautiful corpse, right? Sure. Or live slowly. And happily. Put out a podcast you're happy with. <laughs> Occasionally leave a, happy leave a, with. Leave an old and wrinkly corpse. Yes. <laughs> leave a corpse. Leave a weird, gross corpse. Coffee-stained teeth. Yep. And... Saggy balls. Liver problems. <laughs> saggy balls, saggy boobs. Oh, man. We are going to die old, aren't we? Yeah, probably. Does that scare you? Being old? Become, yeah, becoming old. That that we will that we will probably be old for a long time before we die. Um, a little bit, but other things scare me more. <laughs> like robots. Sure. Yeah. Robots. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, Jen, very skillfully not revealing what she's actually scared of. <laughs> I could have said it, but I chose not to. Yeah, because you're afraid I'm going to use it against you. How could you possibly use it against me? I don't know. Me? Why would I possibly use it against you? I don't you? know. We're friends, Jen. Yeah. You don't usually use things against me. Because we're used... not on Gossip Girl. No, XOXO. Gossip Girl. I really liked that show when it started. Yeah. It's a fun one. Yep. Um. So did we listen to Eulogy for a rock band? What? <laughs> Yeah, we listened to the first little bit. We can keep going. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to hear it, of course. This song has a good solo, too, if I'm thinking correctly. I think most of these songs have good solos. Yeah, I think this record has a lot of good solos on it. Except, I, I'm going to jump around if I do that. That's fine. Let's do it, You bro. love the solo on Cleopatra. Yeah. I think it sounds like garbage. Okay. I think it sounds super manufactured and weird and like not right. I think it's not rightness. 
is what's so special about I hate it. it. I think it sounds like a weird like player piano and not Rivers on guitar. It's a guitar, not a player I'm piano. I'm aware. I'm aware that it's a guitar. Did you not hear my commentary in Return to Ithaca? I know what a guitar sounds like, Patrick. Oh, just because you were naming when other <laughs> guitars came in? I yes. believe earlier today you said, what instrument is that? <laughs> is and it a I guitar? said, it's a guitar. <laughs> well, I'm going to pretend like that didn't happen and tell you <laughs> <laughs> that I hate, I hate the solo on Cleopatra. It just, it sounds wrong. It sounds bad. I don't, I don't like it. All right. Well, I just, I just disagree with you on that. That's all I do. Is all right. Well, should we play that. it? Should we play it for the listeners? What? The Cleopatra solo? Yeah. Uh, can you find it? <laughs> we'll give it a shot. Yeah, there it is. It's all one volume. Yeah. But it also keeps going through that next chorus, right? I care, I hate it. <laughs> Or it picks up again after the chorus or something like that. Oh, no, I guess not. Um, But I don't know. I I like how it's lopsided. I like how it bleeds into, like, the next part of the song. It feels half-hearted to me. All right. I don't know. I think Cleopatra is just a song we're going to have to <laughs> agree to disagree on. I'm fine disagreeing on it. I I, yeah. I, I like it. Um, and I, I think it's energy between um, whatever and Foolish Father. Yeah. Da Vinci? No. Cleopatra and Foolish Father. Uh, go away. Go, go away. away. Yeah. Go away. Should we talk about go away next? Let's talk about go away. Go away sounds like it's from another fucking decade. Yeah. Doesn't it? It sounds like an awesome early 90s, like alt rock. It almost even sounds a little bit like like 50s. Mm, Okay. I don't know. I don't have a lot to back that up with, but just like it's like a little simple. Yeah. And it's like and it's got a little bit of like a boy and a girl. Yeah. It's like a kind of like a like a. It's it's got the the feeling of those like um, like Johnny Cash duets where sure. it's like he's singing about her or a little and bit she's like singing a, about him and like you know that song Home from Edward Sharp, uh, in the spectacular so and sos or whatever the fuck they're called. No, I don't. <laughs> sorry. Fine. Well, I I'm sorry. I w- I want to understand. Here I am. Mag- magnetic. Magnetic zeros. Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. I was wrong. <laughs> very, <laughs> very wrong. But I st- still think that it sounds similar to that. But I don't know. Just like the singing back and forth to each other. And like it feels a little coy. Yeah. Even though it's like expressly not. It just feels that way a little bit. I like also it's got good. Uh, it's very fuzzy. Like mm-hmm. all of all, I think uh, all the instruments are distorted, uh, and possibly even the vocals are a little bit. Perhaps. Um, with that distortion, and with a good fuzzy bass, and with a man and a woman singing together, and with the woman in the position of power. Oh, that wasn't going to be part of my 
my it's not point it's not part of your point it's not part of my point but, but I, like, I like i it. like that i like it coming off of hurley <laughs> oh yeah it is <laughs> fucking necessary coming off of hurley yep. wait ratitude coming off uh, of ratitude shut up. i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> um, think about that one no but it sounds a little bit like it could have been or like it would be at home on uh songs from the black hole yeah Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel warm inside. Yeah. That like that aesthetic survives on like a real Weezer record. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Can we listen to a little bit of it? Even the uh, that like strummed rhythm guitar sounds like just a little bit out of tune. Like it's so, it's kind of like just a nice kind of dirty vibe to it, you know. In a very like early '90s rock way. Yeah. It has a tiny bit of a, like a like a rentals vibe. Yeah. Which is consistent with uh, the song from Black Hole. Yeah. Too. But yeah, it, it's got like that sort of rental steadiness. Mm-hmm. Great and the male and female. Oh, yeah. It's just so... It has like a, such a cheery vibe to it, kind of. Yeah. A little like, like burnt jammy. Yeah. All right, let's kill it so we don't play the whole song. Um, no, I I think that's that's one of my favorite songs on this record. Yeah, I it, mm, yeah, it's a, it's super high up there. It was one of the ones I listed, I think, when I was saying my yeah, favorite ones. <clears throat> Can we listen to Da Vinci a little bit? Sure. Um, because that is also uh, the the lyrics in the chorus. Mm-hmm. I think are so so brilliantly riversy. Um, when uh, he said like. Um, uh, I, I, uh, something about like it, wrote a page, but it was awful. I wrote a page, but it was awful. <laughs> Is that what you were That's gonna say? Lyric. It's my favorite lyric, I think, on the whole record. I wrote a page, but it was awful. It feels a little bit like I. I think we had this conversation when we talked about Pinkerton, where he like says something and just takes it back immediately. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it feels like that. It's like a yeah, I wrote a page, but it was absolute garbage. So right, right. nobody's ever gonna see it, and I can't express this in a novel. Yeah, I mean, it feels like a like an honest thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit like the uh, uh, how cool is that? You know, the, yeah. you know who Green Day is. Um, do you want to listen to a little bit? Yeah, of, yeah. Uh, this? Beginning, middle, end. Let's see if we can find a, a chorus because I like the choruses a lot. Very good. Thank you. A long chorus. It's good though. Yes. I think this is one of the more poppy songs yes. on this album. Yeah, it's, it's less like riff driven. Apparently, Rick Ocasek was staunchly against the whistling. Oh, really? Yeah. I, he was like he, like, he like outspokenly after the album was out was like, yeah, I didn't want them to do that, d- but they just fucking it. did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did not want them to whistle. How do you feel about the whistling? To be honest, like I like Da Vinci 
it's not one of my favorites because of the whistling no not because of the whistling but i think the whistling probably has something to do with it it feels uh a little less genuine than a lot of the stuff on this album (laughs) i see there's something about it being so and maybe I think we're coming up against like the same thing that we were coming up against in Cleopatra regarding the solo Mm -hmm. um, that I like that it sounds weird and sort of wrong. And it is like it's a super uh, just like pure. Yeah. Like it's a gut. Yeah. Yeah. Man loves woman like song. Mm -hmm. And I and I don't like I don't skip it when it comes on. Well, that's good. Um, But it's not like it's not one of the ones that I super seek out to listen to. Sure. Um. I also sort of like the clumsiness of the metaphors. Of yeah, like, it Da Vinci is. couldn't uh-huh. paint you and Stephen, Stephen Hawking, Hawking can't, can't explain, explain you. you. What does he think Stephen Hawking does? <laughs> Six explains things. <laughs> it's got to be real hard to do when you're using that little little voice box thing. Yeah, but I mean, that's how explain he speaks, something. though. I, I mean, it's got to be. Do you think it's tough for him to speak at all? Yes. <laughs> You don't think it's just become like what he does, how he how he communicates. I mean, I'm sure it's he's adapted to it and it's not like a huge problem for him anymore. But I'm sure he would rather be able to speak with his voice. Well, I'm sure he would, but he can't. I'm aware of that. (laughs) Anyway, this is a dumb conversation. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, What what haven't we talked about yet? Um, There are a few things we haven't talked about. Lonely Girl yet. Uh, then that's one of your. That's one of my favorites. That's faves? yeah. It's that's like super up there for me. Uh, it fe- it feels like girl. a hybrid of like Pinkerton Maladroit to me. Uh, okay. Can and we can we play a little <laughs> bit of it? With a little green thrown in there too, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I can hear that. Yeah. Starting off with this a, part. Of course, Is there a solo in this song? I think so, yeah. Want me to find it? Uh, yeah, if you can. There might not be. I don't know if there's really room for a solo here. Like it's, Maybe there's not. It's also one of the more straight up songs. Yeah. On this record. Yeah, but it's a little like a little rockier than Da Vinci is. Like, yeah, yeah, um, for sure. So there, there is a uh, maybe. Maybe the mics are picking it up. Maybe, maybe they aren't. But there is a morning dove. I was trying really hard to figure out what the fuck that was. It's a morning dove, you know, because it's got that like ooh, 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 ooh. It stopped as soon as I took my headphones off. Oh, there it is. Is it like on your patio? I don't think so. It's very loud. Yeah, no, I know. I'm we, wearing noise canceling <laughs> headphones. <laughs> and you could hear it. Here, let me. You you talk about uh, lonely girl. I'm gonna close the door. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like this is a lot of pressure. Um, because I already said some stuff about lonely girl. And I don't know that I have that much more to say about Lonely Girl. Update: It was in fact on the patio. Oh, because it it was it sounded like it was. <laughs> uh, so I wonder if that made it onto our podcast. I was like, is my computer playing music that I don't know about? What is happening? It uh, it was making noise this morning, and I was like, that 
fucker because I was trying to sleep. Its name in. is a morning dove. Yeah. M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Oh, I thought it was M-O-R. It's because uh, the the sound of their call has like a lilting quality to it. Okay, okay. Um, so... I'm good to move on from Lonely Girl. My name is Weezer. My name Bird is Weezer. Calls. Bird calls. Morning. Uh, morning. Not morning. Uh, is there a song on here we've not talked about yet? Uh, we haven't talked about I've Had It Up to Here. Or The British Are Coming, really. Or The British Are Coming, really. Or Foolish Father, really. Oh, that's true. Other than I Love It to Pieces. Yeah. Can we, let's talk about Foolish Father okay. since we're here. Go for it. I love this song. Yeah. Um, it's <clears throat> it's about his Bless father. You. Thank you. It's about no, it's, it's not it's about, about it's not about his himself. father. I don't think it can be about his father because the the it's about a daughter, not a son. <laughs> uh, no, it's yeah, it's a, hey, that's a, that's a great point. Just does just he have, that out Does there. he have daughters? I actually have no idea. Does he have? I assume he has. Oh, kids. the song was he inspired by King Lear, <laughs> so it's not about anyone he knows. <laughs> but I will say, yeah, I have a foolish father, right? And it makes me feel guilty every time I listen to it. I'm like. I should call my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. We should definitely all call our We fathers. should all call our dads. All the time. My dad's a foolish father for a long time in my childhood. I did not forgive him. <laughs> right. For being annoying and somewhat absent when I was little. But right. now I'm, now we're buds. <laughs> That's good. That's good to be buds with dad. I have forgiven my foolish father. And how's that feel? I am his daughter. Right. And he'd do anything for me. Oh, anything. Literally anything. <laughs> I have a very good father. Oh, that that's good. I feel like I have a very good father too. Good. I, um, just th- thinking of he would do anything for me. Literally anything. I can't think of a single thing that my dad wouldn't do for me. I don't think my father would like help me bury a body. No, well, maybe he would. Maybe he would. My dad would. Your dad would? Yeah. For sure. I like him. I don't think there's anything he wouldn't do for me. Love you, Dad. <laughs> he's for sure not listening to this. Oh, and neither is mine. Yeah. Uh, and if he did, then he's already heard about the time that I lied to him about Fag of the Air and Fag of the Year. <laughs> and he's probably pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> but fathers must know that their children lie to them. Oh, right? yeah. I, I mean, was a huge liar. Yeah. Well, so, like, my parents especially know that. <laughs> Oops. Um, but yeah, foolish father is it makes me like it just every time I'm like it makes me feel like guilty, like I'm like I need to forgive him, even though I've already done that. <laughs> um, yeah, and then there's that amazing ending to it, um, where like it's it's gone through, it's done like a chorus and like a breakdown and like build up the chorus. And again. I I like the breakdown. They're like diddy 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 diddy. Yeah, I love I love that part, and I don't want to listen to it because I think we just did a perfect rendition. No, I agree. Uh, to play it now would be an insult to uh, what we just to did. What we just did, yeah. Which again, perfect. Absolutely perfect. Like, um, you were saying that there was the breakdown and the chorus comes back, and then your and favorite then, part. And my favorite part, and it might be my favorite part of the album. Um, Should we play it? Yeah, let's do that. Actually, let's play like the the chorus going into it. Okay, I'll do my best. But not. Yet. Was this too soon? I'm still playing Lonely Girl. <laughs> what say, am I doing? 
<laughs> I got so disoriented. So yeah, we're just like wallowing in the forest of Paradise. Like, I love this song. This song's great. So good. High note, but I'm a high note. Who's singing that? I don't know. Children, it sounds like. And like mothers. Children and their mothers. The thing is, like, you can hear a little bit of, like, the reverse voice quality. I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. I was saying you can hear a little bit of, like, the reverse voice quality in there. Skip, skip back to it. What? Skip back to when they start. You can hear a little bit of, like, reverse voice quality in the group vocals. Especially when it goes up. Oh yeah, there he is. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Christ, that's good. I think I love his voice I think so I much. I think, I think I it's too. like one of my favorite voices out there. Um, the other day when we were listening to uh, that recording of Viva La Viva La yeah. Vida, right? uh, Viva La Vida. Right. Um, and that's something that like Chris Martin has like a very polished voice and does yeah. a great job yeah. on it. But Rivers with like the the raw quality about his voice and like it's just so uh, it's raw, but it's also like accurate. Oh, completely. Yeah. Especially on a really challenging song like that. Like he just fucking nails it. Yeah. Just crushes it. <sighs> He's and got then, such a good voice. And then, and, and then there are the other songs like on Red that he didn't sing that he like gave to to Pat and then Pat and who else sang one? Uh, Scott. Yeah, I think that's right. And it, they just weren't. They weren't the same. Well, it's not the same person. There. It's not. It's not. What it's not you're a Weezer for. song. You're looking for a Weezer song. When you're looking for a Weezer song, you need Rivers to be singing it. Um. So I love that song. Uh. Like for me, it it's like here's. I, it's I, a great closing track yeah, to the album, sure. the first ten tracks. And I think it. Uh, it has leads that, into. Sorry. Go ahead. It has that special last track quality. Sure. Yeah. Like uh, it has that. Like you feel good going out on. Mm-hmm. Foolish father, and but it also I think leads into the Future Scope trilogy yeah. so well. Yeah, because we got you start with drama. Yeah, at, at like I want to play just like the tail end of yeah, Foolish it, Father do it, do it. into uh, Future Scope. Damn. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, like, it, it does pick up that same tone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> That's good. That's all I got. That's it's good, great. Man. It's really good. I mean, if, you know, for as much as um, the Future Scope trilogy feels like its own thing, it is perfectly paired with Foolish Father. Completely. Um, like, it, it fits. It super fits with this album, even though it's its own. Like, it makes sense yeah. to be on here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. It almost feels like uh, like its own B-side thing. Yeah. I mean, 
in that it it's still other in some way. Yeah. But other and belonging. Totally. Do you want to talk about these last two? <clears throat> I've had it up. Excuse, bless me. You've had it up to what? <laughs> had it up to. I've had it up to here. Oh, okay. Um. This is one I'm actually having a little bit of a hard time thinking about what it is. I've had it up to here. Oh, oh, oh I've okay. had it. Jen, that was perfect. I've had 100%. it. hundred percent. Let's not even play it now. <laughs> yep, don't no, need do, to. Do let's play it a little bit. Do let's play it. Do let's. Do let's. I like the beginning to this one. You like that a little bit? Uh-huh. It's super like deconstructed. Um, yeah, it, that's right. It's got these like, like higher uh, vocals. Uh huh. This is something that um, he does a little bit on the White Album too. Yeah. Um, Jacked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I can see you smiling. We can't look. I know, I know, I know. We, we will get to. <laughs> I know, I know, we I know. Will get to the I know, album. I know, I know. We're not there yet, but we're. This is still very great. <laughs> uh, do you want to play a little bit more of this? Sure. This one also has good lyrics about yeah. being real. Yes. I love that. I love that. He's like, listen to this. This is fucking important to me. You need to pay attention. I, it's so nice that it's like, it's another one. Bless you. I'm going to stop an, saying that at a certain point. That's fine. Because it was weird the first time. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's another like, you know, stupidly naked sentiment. Of, yeah. Like, this is important and to me. I think that, like, this song and then also Back to the Shack and Eulogy of a Rock Band all kind of come together and uh, bring me back to the point that I made when we were talking about the B sides on Hurley when we were talking about yeah. I Want to Be Something. Yeah. Like, man, that song is such a, like, window into what this album is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just feels so heavily, like, he took that that B side on Hurley, like I want to be something, and was like, "All right, I'm gonna make a whole album that's just like me figuring out what that is and like how to yeah, how to well, get that message across." It's it's interesting that um, like that that's that like the the way to do that isn't to for for Weezer at any rate uh-huh. isn't to like go outside themselves or to like experiment or anything it's like just to be weezer yeah like to get back to the shack to get back to the shack and stop being something that they're not yeah because let's be real that's what hurley and ratitude were was them being not weezer yeah for sure especially ratitude yeah like they just were trying to please the audience that they thought they had they were just trying to they're like pandering and it yeah, just what, didn't what do you make of that they, lyric, they're, by the way? they're pandering to the masses he, they don't want to do it anymore forgot that disco so I thought he'd get a new audience yeah forgot that we just disco quoted two so. different songs no i know <laughs> <laughs> i know but i mean obvious, yeah. obviously that that theme is is prevalent yeah completely of like it, there's there's a huge like oh yeah my bad like yeah, I, like I thought, I thought this is. I what made it a would weird take. choice. I was Rivers for a minute, and I just like needed to needed to get back to being not just Rivers being a crazy pot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like we need him to be a crazy pot. Like he we, needs to go off on his tangents. He yes. needs to go to Harvard for a while, yeah, and then right. he needs to come back and record Pinkerton. Yeah, because then we get Pinkerton. Because then you get Pinkerton. Do you think 
that like with that knowledge, knowing uh-huh. that like he needed to record Ratitude and Hurley to get to a place where everything will be all right in the end made sense. Uh-huh. Does that make those albums retroactively worth it? I wish he'd done it privately. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that's also like an impossible question. That's yeah. Like being like, was was it worth the Holocaust to get Schindler's list? No. No, I can not. I can clearly say that. <laughs> As well, a Jew. I, th- I, th- <laughs> I think not a Jew could also agree sure. with you on that. In fact, with a descendant of Germans. <laughs> right, that's right. Hey, yeah, my ancestors. No, that's not true. My ancestors weren't in Germany at that time. Well, that's good. Yeah, we were we were already over here. That's great. Oppressing somebody else, probably. <laughs> Perhaps. So. Um, some of my ancestors were in Germany at that time. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> well, not ancestors. My Actually, I have a grandma who lived in a hole for a full year when she was four years old. Because she was hiding from the because Germans? Because she, she, was do- like, she, she was hiding from the like Nazis. Like living in a hole? No. She, like she did not choose woman. to live in a hole. <laughs> she was forced to live in a hole. She's still alive, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. She, I mean, she was four when she was living in the hole. It was like the tail end of the war. Uh, and she was in, I think she was in Poland. It's uh, it's crazy to think about all of that history that's not actually that long ago. Mm-hmm. Like, even the Civil War wasn't really that long ago. No, not in the grand scheme of things. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And this record came out like two years ago. It's, and it's, (laughs) bringing it back. (laughs) Back to the shack. Back to the shack. It took me so long to figure out what the lyric was. Um, Following that? Following that. I was like, back to the strat with the The lightning lightning strap. strap. That's a tough one. I like that. Sometimes lyric. I still sing back to the strap with the lightning strap. <laughs> that's not right. I know. The uh, the strap with the lightning strap, um, that's what he's wearing on the cover of Green, right? I mean, that's like... That's the guitar. He had a lightning... That was like his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was to have a lightning strap on his strat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's actually on the Green album, right? Uh, I think so. I drew it. For our album art. <laughs> so I <laughs> so hope I so. Think so. I just clicked the wrong thing. That's okay. Um, yeah. Strat with lightning strap. The, the only instrument on the cover of Green. And really like the only instrument on any of these covers. Right? Uh, not. There's nothing on Blue. Okay. And there's there's Mushroom Men on Pinkerton. <laughs> they're not Mushroom Men. <laughs> there's a weird thing on Maladroit. Mm-hmm. And make believe. no. The, um, they're just standing there, right? They're just standing there and make believe. Have, like drumsticks or something. Ratitude is a, is dog. a dog. Hurley is Jorge Hurley. Garcia. <laughs> so Everything will be dumb. right in the end. Is the monster <laughs> right, smooch? Smooch. Um, and the white album, no instruments there either. But there is a uh, sand detector, <laughs> like one of those metal detectors for the sand. Right, it, it doesn't, doesn't detect sand. <laughs> it doesn't detect sand. That was my fault. You should, if you had a sand I apologize. Detector, I would say don't bring it to the beach. It's not going to shut up. Also, why are you looking for sand? Why are you looking for sand? <laughs> Metal detector. That's the word that's I was looking better. for. <laughs> um, the White Album does have the beach on it, though. Sure does. The beach, we do hear beach on that record. Patrick. I know. We'll get wait. to it. We'll get to it. We have to wait. We have to get through everything. We'll, we'll be, be all, all right, right in the end. end. 
before we can get to the White Album. Do you have, do, are, are there more like songs you want to talk about on here? I think we've pretty much covered all the songs I wanted to talk about on here. We Because we've talked about every song. Because we've talked about every song at least. The British are coming. Yeah, we haven't really said much about it. And I think that's... Is that Doesn't it have a good solo? Yes. It has a good solo, but that might be its only like super redeeming quality. Let's get to it. it. I do do appreciate that um, the British are coming is a little bit goofier. Like, I feel like for the most part, this record doesn't have... It's not a goofy record. Yeah, exactly. Well, Da Vinci's a little goofy. Da Vinci's a little goofy, but it's one of those that doesn't read as goofy. You know what I mean? Like it, it almost like is more goofy than this is me projecting an intention onto. onto yeah. I don't know that I, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> I don't know that I agree to. with that, um, but that's okay. All right. Let's listen to the solo on the British are coming. Cause that's the part worth listening to. <laughs> and the part we're talking about. It's super good. And it just, it just take it into the chorus material. It does a little more, but like... Uh-huh. This one also goes on the way to Yeah, that solo is very, very good. Yeah, I like it. It's like... It it might be one of my favorite solos on this album. Mm, that's interesting. I mean, it's hard to say that because the Future Scope trilogy exists. Right. But it's it's hard to say whether those are solos or they're like composed. Yeah. Soli. Whoa. Um, but it's such a good solo. Jen, do you? So, we mostly have been gushing about this record, right? Yeah. Like speaking very highly of it. Uh huh. I um I don't know a lot of people that have like that liked Weezer back in the day. The day that have decided to give this record a chance um and have respond you know what I mean like have responded poorly? Not that they've or responded, responded poorly, positively, but just that they I just don't know many people that have really responded to it that strongly. Like mm-hmm. I think the record is largely like the response to it is mostly like, "Oh, hey, that's pretty good." Yeah, but like it's in my like when I listen to music, it could be one of the records I listen to. I have to say that I I do really like this record, um, but mm-hmm. I've cooled on it a little bit. I've also cooled on it a little bit since yeah uh, since it came out. Yeah, I've cooled on it a little, and like that's not to say that it's not good. I just think that like. I might have oversaturated myself before or I might have just like hit a point where I don't know a lot of this it's hard for me to like crave listening listening to this whole thing I'll crave listen to a song but for me as like a cohesive function like as a big like like album as yeah as a unit as everything will be all right as everything will be all right in the end uh it's good, but it's not amazing. See, I, I feel like it is stronger as an album than it is as individual tracks. Interesting. Um, and partially because I I like being able to connect those various lines, yeah. you know, lyrically. Um, 
that like it's also it, super hard to talk about this specific thing with uh white in my head too yeah sure because white also has like themes that unify yeah. it um but jen we will get i know i know we'll white. get there we'll get there so i guess my question to you was like uh would you want to put put this record forth to lapsed weezer fans and be sure. like hey man like they're back yeah i would do that yeah feels good yeah i think our, our friend greg really liked it sure and man it's hard to get greg to like anything <laughs> Well, I don't know if there's any. He and I just have him to like no, anything. not getting him just, to like anything. He just has very specific opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're 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 good. They don't they're uh, they're expressed uh, clearly early, yeah. early, yes. mm-hmm. um, and um, like it it just it won't be swayed. No, he's incorruptible. Yeah, um, which sometimes I wish I could be. Like I know yeah. that my my opinions will sway sometimes. If I'm in a room where like everyone else is like, I yeah. really like that. And I, I'm like, uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Unless yeah. I'm definitely not incorruptible. I tend to, I tend to take a lot of time before I make a strong opinion. Yeah. And like, I have to do a lot of research and like, think, like really sit and think about it do and like talk to people. I have to like, right. you got to work it out. I have to work it out and I have to like, have a lot of conversations with a lot of different people to figure <laughs> to figure out if I am actually like behind this opinion that I have. <laughs> yeah, because you, sometimes you have to see whether uh, your opinion like holds up to scrutiny of like someone else being like, yeah, yeah, but whatever. Totally. Um, you're like, oh fuck, I didn't think about that. I think I've gotten better as I've gotten older at like being able to definitively state my opinions. I don't. Is that valuable though, or like? I don't know. It can be polarizing. And as a person, as a people pleaser, right? Which I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Um, Plus, it sometimes can... it's fun to lie. Yeah. So sometimes it'd be like, yeah, no, I really liked the Watchmen movie. <laughs> I thought it was a great adaptation. Man, Hurley was a great album. Y- yeah. Uh, Ratitude didn't offend me at all. <laughs> when when Heroes came back, I watched every single episode and loved it. This is fun. Let's keep <laughs> voicing opinions we don't have. <laughs> Jen, I feel like we've done it. I think we did it. I think we did everything. We'll be all right in the end. We have done everything. Say it. We'll be all right in the end. Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I feel good. Yeah. How do you feel? Do you feel <sighs> relieved? There's a sense of catharsis. That's right. Because we've done it. Yeah, we fucking did it. It won't. I. I won't be completely relieved until we talk about white. But right. because that is resting on your brain, it's resting on so hard on my brain. Jen, Jen. Yeah. You, here's what we do. What? You and me. Yeah. What? We're gonna go g- get a bite to eat. Yeah, food. Some food. Some food. We're gonna throw some food in our face buckets. <laughs> I like that. And then, and then we're just gonna come back here. Yeah. And we're going to talk about, but for the listener, this will be next week. Next week? After ne- we spend a whole week throwing food in our face buckets. That's right. Um, then we'll talk about white. Yep. And, you know, if you, hey. And that'll be it. If you listen to this record and you were like, hey, let's, then, then you're like, oh, I should check that record out. And then you're like, no, wait to hear what Jen and Patrick had to say about white before, like, getting, before listening to the record. Like, I don't see where you're going with this. 
<laughs> I'm saying let's listen to that record and then and then let's all of us talk about it together. You, Jen, yeah. me, Patrick, the listener. The listeners. All of us. Hashtag let's talk. cookie shark. Hashtag cookie shark. We'll read your tweets. All of them. Um and uh everything will be all right in the end. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. What's a creative podcast network?